How do we complete stuff? Well, we have to follow through with what we started. That way, we find the activity that we were working on will actually come to fruition. Now on to the intro. Carly Rockin' in the School of Life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me <laughs> talking about something. And you know what? I'm going to talk about follow through. I guess that's probably what we picked up from the intro over there. I don't know. <laughs> I try to make it come into play as best as I can. So talk about follow through. I got to take care of business. Um, make sure if you're watching me on Facebook, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, if you're watching me on Facebook, like and share. If you're watching me on YouTube, like, subscribe, and ring the bell. If you're listening to me on audio, whether it's uh, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Pandora, whatever you're listening to me on, um, make sure to like what, what you see. Uh, give me a rating. Maybe leave a comment, something like that. That'd be greatly fantastic. <laughs> now on to the show. <laughs> I just did that. I'm repeating myself. Why not? All right. So here we go. <laughs> God, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually sp- follow through with such a, it's, it's, it's funny. In life, we hear the terminology follow through. We hear that terminology. We need to follow through with this. We need to follow through with that. We need to follow through with this. Um, in sales, you need to follow through with your client. Otherwise, you're not going to make the sale or you're not going to make repeat business, um, things like that. Follow through is a very important thing, not just in, 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 in life, but in business and in, in everything that we do. Following through with something gets us to a completion or keeps us repeating and meeting people in connection. So I'm going to give you a definition of follow through. To continue a stroke or motion to the end of its arc. So swinging a baseball bat, you swing all the way through. Everything, all the way through. Swinging a golf club, which I, I'm not really good at, but I understand the concept. You want to go follow all the way through and t- so that you have a full stroke and you, you see what happens with the ball. And two, to press on in an activity or process, especially to a conclusion. To press on in an activity or process especially to a conclusion. Wow, press on sounds really familiar. To press on in an activity to its conclusion. So when you start something, (laughs) some people might get mad at me right now. If you actually start something, you might want to complete what you started or at least continually work on it until it comes to an end, depending on what you are doing. Because like, let's say you're in ministry. Ministry doesn't end ever. I've been in ministry for a little over 20 years. And 20, 22 years, I think now. And uh, whether it was talking to my neighbor or pastoring a church, it it never ends. It's a continuous thing. It's something that you continuously do. So there's, there's, you're constantly pressing on to the goal, even though you don't always feel like there's going to be a conclusion, but you act as if there is one. You continue as if there is a conclusion. Watch this. This is Philippians chapter three. We've probably heard this a million times. Chapter 3, verses 12 through 16. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold for me or of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind 
and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call. I, <laughs> that's it. That's that. That's the that's the big verse right there. Verse fourteen. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ. It, it pressing on and moving forward is all about follow through. You have to have a completeness in what you are doing. You know, so like say say you're going to get into ministry. Well, you might want to go to school. You might want to read your Bible. You can't just you can't get into ministry on John three sixteen. You can you can you can serve. You can you can function in ministry, but if you're going to do something that's going to be like say pulpit or like what I do, like a podcast, or you're going to write books or some of those kinds of things, you might want to actually read, learn, understand, follow through with the thing that God gave you to do. Now here's verse fifteen. Let us as many as are mature have this mind, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this in you. So if you don't have that knowledge, if you're not doing follow-through, guess what? God will reveal that you're not really as good as you think you are. (laughs) And I think that happens to me a lot. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm this, 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 and then, well, oops. (laughs) That happens to everybody. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. So you have to find people that are like-minded. Follow-through is, is the key to all of life. If you have ever wondered what the key to life is, that is it. Follow-through, completing the things that have been presented for us to do. <clears throat> Everything we do. If you High school. And if you're a high school student, you're listening to this. Complete high school. If you start college, complete college because it just costs you a lot of money. (laughs) If you're in a trade school, complete that. If you have a a dream, complete that. Go after that dream until it is completed and you realize I am in and living in my dream and then I continue within that thing. In the process of this follow-through, there are two words that every Christian needs to remove from their vocabulary. Listen to this. Someday and almost. Someday I'm going to do something great. Someday I will get to that thing I was going to do. Almost did that thing, but. (laughs) Almost made it to the finish line, but. Someday I will almost make it to the place I've been looking for. These are terminologies that we use that really kind of mess up our mindset in the process of follow through. Someday and almost. I almost did it. I was going to do that thing, but I almost uh, I almost made it. You know, someday I'm going to be famous. Someday I'm going to get the word out. Someday I'm going to talk to so-and-so. Let me put it this way. Aren't we glad that Jesus didn't almost die on the cross? Aren't we glad that Jesus didn't almost rise again? Aren't we glad that Jesus didn't tell God at the Rocky Gethsemane, well, someday I'll take care of that for you. (laughs) While he's praying and sweating blood. And he says, take this cup for me. Let's just think about those moments. What if Moses said, you know, I almost raised the staff, and then we all got killed by the Egyptians. (laughs) I'm sorry, but let's think about that kind of thing. Well, someday I'll go talk to Pharaoh, right? You see, pressing forward, having follow through is what actually makes the thing that we are striving for come to fruition. What are you striving for in life? How do we get going? How do we how do we continue on the path that God's put us on? How do we continue on the path that we've been placed in in order to do the things that we want to do? Follow through with what you are started. 
Because if you don't follow through, it will never happen. Here's Luke chapter 9, 57 through 62. There's a lot of verses right here. Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes and holes have birds, or <laughs> foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. Verse 62. But Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Pause for effect. <laughs> but no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. When you put your hand to the you can't complete the field. You can't get a harvest if you don't plow and seed. And that means you have to follow through with the entire process in order to see a harvest come. You can't make excuses. Well, you know, I put one seed in and nothing happened. It's been like 20 minutes. <laughs> You have to actually finish the race. See, the Winter Olympics are like right around the corner, right? I think on NBC, they start February 3rd or whatever. And, and, and we're seeing people that have dedicated their lives to a sport. Do you think they have excuses? <laughs> well, McDonald's is a sponsor and I just ate a lot of Big Macs. And I really don't know if I can do the half pipe today on my snowboard. <laughs> I know that the downhill run. If I just gain as much weight as possible, I might go faster. <laughs> I don't know. You know, but but these are the kinds of mindset you we wonder how people I know people do this. How 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 did they get so good at that? Well, they practiced. They continued. They continuously continued. They follow through with whatever the new thing is, whatever the new concept is. I'm going to run fast. How do I run faster? How do world records get broken? Well, because can people continuously, continuously, continuously do. They follow through with the processes that have already been set, and then they continue to do that. And then the next thing that comes, they continue to do that. Then the next thing that comes, they continue to do that. So in other words, they move from glory to glory to glory, and then the next thing you know, they're breaking records. That's how they do that. Now, how do we do that in our lives? Well, we, we learn, we study, we we find ways, we, we, we go outside the box, we, we, we try things on our own, we do a lot of different stuff, but we continuously go forward in action instead of pausing or looking back to our past. Well, I remember back when I did this. Now, you, you learn from that, and that helps you move forward, but if you stop and dwell on it, it's not going to get you to the next place. I had a really bad issue with that. We had, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go backwards right now and talk about stuff. <laughs> but I had a really big issue. We had a huge youth ministry, and that's all I could talk about. We had people, and blah, 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 people, and uh, we had all this, blah, 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 blah. and I finally realized, well, that, that was then, and this is now. What am I doing now? What will I be doing in the future if I don't follow through with this new thing? So I had to figure that out in my own mind, and my, my brain's a wreck. So <laughs> if you listen to any of this stuff, you, you, you'll start to figure that out. So saying words like someday and almost will keep you in a slave mentality. Well, one of these days when you get out of this thing, you know, like the children of the desert, they, they wanted to go back to slavery. Well, let's just go back to Egypt. It's too hard. <laughs> well, you, you can't do that in life. How we respond 
in the midst of all of this, how is when we're challenged is is how we will face the challenge. So like let's say, you know, you run into a brick wall. Well, I've been selling all my product and now suddenly nobody's buying it. Well, it's probably because you had the same designs for 20 years and it's it's out of date. <laughs> There's reasons, you know, I've been doing this thing and suddenly nobody's listening. I've been doing that thing and so many nobody, you know, or whatever. Why are people leaving my church? <laughs> I don't know. I can't answer that. But you have to figure out the challenge in order to adjust in order to get through the challenge. No matter where you are at, it is never too late to turn it around. No matter where we're at in life, it's never too late to turn it around. I went through a deep depression for almost two years when 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 I closed my church. And I I, I hit it very well. At least I thought I did. <laughs> not sure if I actually did or not. I'm pretty sure some people were like, what's wrong with that dude? You know? <laughs> but I went through a lot of issues. You know, who's God? Why is God doing this to me? I've been called to do this. And and finally it came around, oh man, okay. Did I actually lose my calling? No, you never lose your calling. Romans eleven twenty nine says, For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. If you're called to do something, you go and do it no matter what the platform is. You you figure out how to make that happen in your life. So if you're called to pastor, you may not pastor from the pulpit. You may pastor from your car. <laughs> you may pastor from your phone. You may pastor at the hospital. You may do the things that pastors do. You don't necessarily have to have a church to do that. Come on. You may be a teacher. Maybe you need to actually get a teaching job. You know, there, there's ways and God will utilize you in your specific sphere of life in that calling. That calling never goes away. It will constantly be used I get phone calls from people all the time, still to this day, from people at church, people at my old church, people, youth ministry kids. So all throughout this past 20 years of ministry, I still communicate with people <laughs> as best as I possibly can in life stuff that a pastor would do as if they had a church. So the calling is never revoked. You just find a new way to function within it. So no matter where you're at in life, no matter how depressed you are, no matter how hard things are getting, that never goes away. That thing that God gave you never goes away. You just have to find out how to get down in there, and, and you can't say to yourself, well, I almost did it. Well, someday I'm going to do it again. Well, you have to actually end up going after it and doing it. Jesus didn't have, didn't save you for what you're ready for. He saved you for what you're called for. <laughs> what he has called you to do, you are able to complete. It doesn't matter if you were sidetracked or have given up. Repent, seek the Lord, and further direction and keep going. Seek the Lord for that next direction and just keep going. Um, this is Luke 14, 28. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? We got to look at this. I'm going to build a building. I'm going to build a ministry. I'm going to build a business, what is it going to cost me to do that? And then I have to learn how to follow through in that cost, no matter what it is. Well, is it going to hurt my family? Well, it might not be what you're called to do if it's going to hurt your family. It might hurt your family a little bit, and that's going to be okay because it's going to get you to where you need to go. And I remember doing certain things, and we, we did everything on Thursdays for a long time. And guess when all the schools did all their stuff? Thursdays. 
Well, how come your dad's not here? Well, he's doing this. <laughs> and I know my kids hated me for that. But I had a goal. I had a thing. I had I had, I had a thing that I needed to do. And I knew God was in that plan. And I knew that he was guiding me in, the, in a direction. So I did the things that I needed to do. I had to count the cost. Now, I didn't destroy my family. I made sure I loved my kids. I made sure they understood. I made sure my wife understood. And she actually became a great partner in ministry with me. And, you know, we should have that conversation one of these days. <laughs> in the things you have not yet started, consider the cost. Make sure you understand what it's all about. You can look, you know, if you're going to, if you step into something new that's never been done before, that's a different story. That's a little harder to, to figure out. You got to do a lot of writing. You got to do a lot of stuff, maybe a lot of phone calls. You got to continue. You got to communicate with people. If you're doing something that's already been done, there's people out there that are, that will be willing to help you. You just got to get in connection with them. You got to pray to God and say, hey, where's, what's the next direction? What's the thing? Habakkuk 2.2. Everybody should know this one. Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that they may run who reads it. Who goes with you needs to understand what you're doing. And you need to find out how to communicate it. You follow through with those kinds of things. And you can't tell those people that come on board with you, oh, man, we almost made it. Have fun. <laughs> I'll tell you why, because it's rough. Establish your plan. Map. Map it out. Stick to it. Many people do not make it to the goal because they do not know where the goal is. You cannot follow through on anything if you do not know the goal or the vision. That's why it has to be written down. That's why it has to be something on paper. You go, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? How am I going to create this? What am I going to do to get this thing moving forward? I'm not going to say I almost did it because I didn't. Well, I almost did it because I didn't write it down. <laughs> you need something to look back to. Oh, man, remember that thing we wrote down, that vision statement? This is what my business is all about. Pursue it with all diligence. If you don't move the plow, you can't plant the seeds. And without the seeds, you can't have a harvest. The follow through of the process to greatness will reap the harvest of greatness. Right on, right on.